Welcome to Hear Something, a conversational podcast between three dingus boys, myself, Josh, and my good pals, Jeremy and Mitch. Anyway, boys, here's something. Give it yeah. to me, hot and heavy. I know we don't usually like to do bummers on this show, but it seems like that's all the news had for us this week. Activism. Activision Blizzard. Activision. <laughs> act the act, act the Wizard. My new favorite rap group. Um, and, the, and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> if you're really bad about making a bunch of goofs and then, and then laying this headline on you, lays off nearly or more than 800 employees after reporting record high profits for 2018. What? Now, I'm, I'm very curious as to your point of view, Mitchell. Is this bad? Uh, You know, this is a sort of hot take, but yes. Wow! Wow! Thank you for passing that on to me, Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Mitchell, expand on that. Uh, I don't know, dog. I'm all about the the unionization of the the games industry. It seems like shit like this happens a lot. (laughs) Omega. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, It's my turn. Um, (laughs) I didn't have my glasses on. No. Um. So (laughs) I didn't hear you. I didn't have. I didn't have my glasses on. No, I mean it's horrible, but it, it was—it's not any devs, so it's probably like just like, um, like business people, you know, like uh, like your big data grabbers and um, I don't know stuff like that, like people who do analysis. It's like an eight percent shrink in staff, yeah. right? So, yeah, so it's ten thousand people. Jesus and Christ, off eight hundred. Which I did the, the math. The reason they're doing this is to to pay shareholders more, right? I would imagine so, unless they're going to put the money back into the company, but I would doubt Which, What the, the fuck case. do they need that for? Like, they already, like, it's a record year, as every article about this has stated. Uh, I'm guessing they're predicting huge losses for this year, seeing as how they have no major announcements coming. Yeah. You think so? Probably. I mean, the, their hmm. last fiscal year is already in the can, so laying employees off now is going to make do shit to last year's bottom line. Yeah. I think they just signed the head dev for, like, $1.5 million a year for, from a head dev from CD Projekt Red. Oh, they're, they're oh, good true. then. Yeah. He's got this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what it is. They're spending money on the devs more, and so they're um, reducing the other employees. Well, just on spec, uh, I think there's been like a huge corporate culture shift over, especially Blizzard in like the last three years. A lot of yeah. the old the old timers and you know the the long the long penis staffers the long haulers the long penis i don't know the why long i can't john silvers <laughs> i don't know why i can't put a sentence together tonight <laughs> a lot of, a lot of the people like most people associate with the early success of blizzard and like you know world of warcraft and and uh like not overwatch but you know diablo starcraft 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 they they've all been like leaving so they've been hemorrhaging yeah. their their good talent for a long time yeah. or at least the they people got their who swords they got their shields they're done yeah they got their mugs and shit yeah but and I think a lot of that has to do with them not liking the way Activision was taking over and and Ooh. making things more corporate and less personal. Because but I mean Blizzard used to be well regarded in the gaming world, mm-hmm. yeah. And now that man, that narrative has flipped. Yeah, it's supposed to be one of the better places to work. I mean, you know, normally when you work at a game company, you take a pay cut and you unless, work long hours. But unless you and seven hundred ninety nine of your friends are fucking laid <laughs> off, <Wow>. Jeremy. <laughs> Zing. 
But I mean, well, at least you have 799 friends. <laughs> but I mean, he's right. It was one of those places you you read news articles about from former staffers and stuff like that. I, mean, I want to say New York Times even did an article like the top three places to work was one, here's something podcast, two, Google, and three, Blizzard. <laughs> top I mean, news I, outlets. Our podcast is so good to work for because of the, the crazy pay. Right. Yeah, the, ben- the benefits uh, are good. They pay the for ben- my college. It's a labor of the love benefits. because that's what it pays. <laughs> 401 bees it's amazing <laughs> you get 401 bees personally <laughs> we, signed we by randomly me randomly drop them in your house <laughs> that's our version oh, of loot box yeah <laughs> what is it gonna be this time <laughs> you give me two two thirds of a bitcoin and i give you 401 bees <laughs> why is it buzzing uh, why is it buzzing <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage shows up. We didn't ask him to, but he's always there for bees for some he's reason. He's always there. He loves them, despite <laughs> his popular performance to the contrary. You know, so everybody's everybody's casting their eye towards Bobby Kotick. I mean, he's really given EA a run for their money for shittiest company this year. I don't know who that yeah. is. Uh, ahead of Activision Blizzard, I believe. Oh. Like More CEO? on Activision than Blizzard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bobby Kotick. Well, Bo- Bobby Kotick, yep. I wonder how many of these guys are like support staff for Destiny that the company just doesn't need anymore. Mm. Like, well, Destiny broke off though. It did. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Mean, like oh. marketing and and it could have been people that were working on like the yeah on the what like do you call that? launcher integration side. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah administrative, like resource allocation stuff like that. That's an ass load of people for that. Because how many how many employees did you just multiple? say Activision Blizzard has though? 10,000. And that was an annualized game, so I could see them needing a huge amount of staff and support staff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying, like, most of those people, I don't think they just work on one game. Oh, definitely those, not. Those administrative people. Um, or floaters. Just people that yeah. bump around. Uh, They're just turds that won't go down. No, that's horrible. I was going to make an uh, <laughs> reference, but okay. Okay. That's close enough. We all float mine down sh- here. Mine was a shit reference. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to save the joke shit. by saying, oh, mine was a shit joke. Yeah, it was the. I don't know. My heart, well, my heart saying. goes out to those boys. I can't. I mean, imagine. I, I kind of want to talk about like, like I just mentioned a couple minutes ago, like how you feel about unionization, because I read a really good article from from uh, Waypoint, which is a Vice company, and mm. they were saying like unionization won't stop layoffs. They won't like. No, it's really, only going to create they less jobs. I think. Well, they really it won't really like save the games industry in its current state, but it'll make more security for when things like this happen. That, that's the key hmm. thing in its current state. Like the games business is so unregulated right now that a lot of this hmm. stuff is just kind of I don't know. Like uh, they just had that big strike about from the voice actors union, you know, oh, yeah. trying trying to enforce like better regulations on that stuff from game developers. And, and they started some regulations, I think, on the hours depending on how much you make and stuff like that. I don't think. I mean, I think that varies from company uh, to company. A lot of it, I think it's a lot of uh, outside pressure from, uh, you know, a more plugged in games culture that well, that are more aware of what what crunch is. I mean, like ten yeah. years ago, nobody knew what crunch was, and now everybody seems to know what that is. Well, California has a law: if you don't make so much, you can only you can't be on salary. Yeah, yeah. but so. now you've also seen like a lot of game developer studios popping up outside of California. I know L.A. And, and San Diego and all, that's where the main, like... San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. That's where the majority of game studios were from, like that in New York. Now you've got them all over the country. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It just sucks. I, I don't it know sucks. how I feel about unionization. I, I like unionization in theory, but I've never seen it done well in practice. 
I mean, sure. one good thing is they have a good resume if they work for Blizzard, so they probably could go somewhere else. Um, oh, definitely, but I'm, I don't know, man. But it sucks. <laughs> I mean, the beginning of the year, you get laid off, you spend a bunch of money on Christmas, and then you get fucked. Yeah, I mean, say what you will, at least I, I, early reports are saying that people are getting pensioned and stuff like that, the full-time guys anyway. Hmm. I don't know how true that is or if that's been uh, substantiated or not, but I mean, they got a better shake than the Telltale employees did when they were just fucking just laid off. No no yeah. pension, no health care, no nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks, but silver linings, I guess. Which uh, this even like extends to because I know um, I think uh, the, the later half of 2018, like I was just talking about Vice, but Vice laid off like 200 some odd employees. And again, Vice, the news outlet, the news. Yep. Yeah, that's what's gonna and again, they like they they just now reached a, a a union agreement for for better severance for when stuff like that happens. Oh yeah, um, I never got to talk about the union stuff, so I'm like super pro union. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, I think I think it would benefit most jobs. Um, yeah. So I would definitely think it would benefit. I like I like the idea of the protection for employees, but the, doesn't it like. It costs companies more money because they have to pay union fees on top of employees' salaries, right? Well, but like, think about how much these companies make, though. Yeah, it's it's like I right, fact, but man. I, I get that, and they could definitely afford it. But companies don't look at it that way. What they're going to do is say they have a budget of one hundred million, not one hundred. That's too like one million this year for salary. Yeah. Now they can hire one hundred un ununionized employees, or they can hire fifty unionized employees. Because they're going to stay within that one million dollar budget either either way. Mm -hmm. I guess like my point is though, like the like the CEO of Blizzard and or Activision, I think gets paid like nineteen million a year. Oh, it's obscene. It's stuff like the the point of unionization <clears throat> would be to to drive a wedge in between that in, in right. between the relationship between employees and their employers. No, I I get it and I agree, but like I said, in reality, that's what most uh, companies do. They don't they don't scale back what they're paying top level executives and find more room in the budget for paying employees better. They just hire less employees so that yeah. their budget remains the same. And then that work that extra workload gets dumped on those employees. I think the employees actually pay the dues for the They union. do. But um that means I like guess you have to pass the, the average somehow. the average salary has to go up in order yeah. to attract talent Obviously. because again yeah, those those employees are paying the unions, but at the end of the day, they still want to be making a certain amount of money, regardless of union fees or not. Well, sometimes they'll take a, I mean, you take a cut for better benefits, better work environment. Um, I mean, not everybody's like that. Some people will. And yeah, I mean, if you want to get into the minutiae, but I'm just I'm just talking like top level. Like this mm -hmm. is, yeah. Again, ideologically, I love the idea. Yeah. Reality, we got a long ways to go. Yeah, for know? sure. Because there has to be some sort of regulation that stipulates that look the but the budget has to be flexible or per well, like a profit sharing program you know yeah. maybe maybe they earn a little bit less on the top but they they get it in, in benefits and, and in bonuses they, and stuff like that. I think that. they used to get that at, at Blizzard actually. Certain um, certain people, yes. Yeah, I think at a time before they were huge, yeah, I think everybody in the company did. But you know, as it gets bigger, things like that start getting separated into tiers. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's a fucked up landscape. I know I, yeah. this has been like at the forefront of a lot of people's minds for the last few years. Yeah. My heart goes out to him. Hire these people. If anybody's going to solve it, it's going to be three dinguses on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. we're we on got it. the solution. Come on our podcast. <laughs> we'll start a Patreon for you. 
Yes, Brendan Fraser, hire these guys. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, get him on Doom Patrol. Tom Good. Howard. Tom Howard hired these guys. Jesus Christ. Every time Tom- you say Tom Howard, I die a little bit inside. <laughs> Tom Howard, you slippery motherfucker. You've been getting to give these jobs. It's Todd for the Howard Skyrim, with, for the with Skyrim a wig Redux. on top of his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Let him make Fallout Tom. Fallout Tom. It's the best one so far. <laughs> hire these guys and they'll make Fallout Tom. Oh my God. <laughs> I know his name is Todd Howard. I just like saying it because it irritates you so I know. Much. And I know it no, shouldn't irritate no, you because name I is know Tom exactly Howard. what you're doing. Oh, wait. His name is Tom Howard? His name is Tom Howard, and that's how it's going to be. You... <laughs> I hate, it, I Mitch. hate <laughs> Mitch, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Tom first. Tom's got to get anyway. the fuck out of here first. Speaking of uh, shady shit and video games and stuff, not Yay, to make light more. of the situation, but I mean, there's nothing more we can really say about it right now. Yeah. So is uh, it my turn? Yeah, here Ireland's pulling loot boxes out of video games. <laughs> Here's something. Ireland is pulling out of the whole loot box idea. So yeah, Ireland said, get get those goddamn loot boxes and out of my country. Out of my face. <laughs> <Get it. laughs> or that. And then they pose his... like Nacho Libre. Yeah. So they, they're basically, I think a few other countries have done it. Um, who was it? I looked earlier and I don't remember. China, right? Belgium, China... The Isle of Man, who I had to look up where that was. Uh, the Netherlands and it's Australia. It's my bedroom for you ladies out there. <laughs> Come on down to the Isle of Man, Tom Howard. <laughs> you um, son of a bitch. <laughs> so they're basically are they're trying to get rid of uh, microtransactions altogether. It seems like, but they're saying that loot boxes are a form of gambling. I can see and that. That's usually the I, basis of every argument against loot boxes. Yeah, I hate loot boxes. I really do. I want to if I want to buy something. Just let me buy it. Yeah. Just let me put the money in. I mean, it's fine for in-game rewards, you know? Like, I level up in Apex Legends, mm-hmm. and then I get a loot box, and I open it up, and I go, ooh, what did I receive? But when you sure. spend money, like actual money on it, you want to yeah. know what you're getting at the forefront. But if I'm buying something for Gibraltar, and I'm like, man, I want this dude's skin, I got to put in $30 and hope I get it? Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That's some old bullshit. You don't go to Walmart and say, like, here's $30, just throw shit in my buggy, and hopefully I get the shit I need for the week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, don't give Walmart ideas. Edit it out. Leave Walmart out. (laughs) Grocery boxes. You give us $30, and we'll give you some. One of them's guaranteed to be an epic grocery item. (laughs) It's a fucking pickled okra. Yes. It's a a fucking gun. You got it. I don't know, man. I, I got know. a forty count pizza rolls. I got a gun. <laughs> I got a gun from Walmart. Now I got your forty your forty count like pizza it. rolls too. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I feel this this is like this is such a strange topic because like like Jeremy said, like playing a game, XP gain is like a different thing altogether. Yeah. I, I think the inclusion of the like the same reward from XP gain being mm-hmm. put into like a, a, a a purchasable thing is really weird because if they took it out, would they get rid of that reward system altogether? Would they? I mean, code wise, it'll be easier for them to do that, probably. But sure. I mean, I like that. That I think that's neat. Yeah. You don't know what you're gonna get when you're from getting XP. That's fine. But paying for something and not knowing what you get—that's just crap. Yeah. I suppose, like, G-Man has a lot of feelings, too. We've talked about before. If he enjoys playing a game... He enjoys the game. He yeah. is willing to put more money into it for that sort of thing. And, yeah. I mean, I feel that way, too, but I'm less likely to do it if it's loot boxes. Well, here, Sure. I, I don't know. I have a lot of opinions on this topic. 
specifically. Well, lay them out right now. Well, like Mitch said, like I don't mind I don't mind rewarding developers for their hard, continued hard work on a video game after initial purchase with loot boxes if I don't care about what I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, we we cited Overwatch before because I mean we played that game for months and months and months and months without a, a yeah. monthly fee. Now we're we're older gamers. We're accustomed to like game services being like hand in hand with monthly fees, i.e. World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Now okay. a lot of people coming up now don't. They're growing up into a world of free to play games, games as services, stuff like that. Now if yeah. you want to talk about my microtransactions and monetizations in free to play versus a sixty dollar game, that's a totally different topic in my mind. But if we're going to keep using Overwatch as an example, I do agree. Like, and I see from a lot of people's standpoint, when you're paying money, you should know what you're getting up front. And there Mm -hmm. are people out there with real gambling problems that can easily fall into these holes, and they're designed for them to fall into those holes. Yeah, I think so. There are entire studies and and tests and stuff like that. And and man, whenever it it all started with, uh, I want to say, MMOs, like people studied, like, how do we get the maximum amount of enjoyment out of people? Like we need this to happen between this much time. We need a reward to happen every, every, mm-hmm. like, let's say hour, uh, a stretch goal for that yeah. player for like every day, you know, I stuff like Mo- that. MOBAs kind of did the same thing really. Yeah. Kinda they had it so formulaic mm-hmm. and then people figured out a way to monetize on that. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are now. But now if you take a free to play game to me, that's up in the air. I mean, those people mm-hmm. got to get paid somehow. Well, yeah, but like, <sighs> Why make it? I mean, League of Legends was free, but when you bought stuff, you knew what you were getting. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, if Which, you want to get down to the minutia, they also give you a currency to where you rack up enough of it, you could buy exactly what you want from the store anyway. Yeah, which is fine. But there's also I'm, like there's there's so many different scenarios. Like I know Smite in the beginning of its development was completely run by donations. You could buy in-game currency to buy skins, but they weren't so tempting that people were spending money for the skins. You know. Yeah. It was completely run off donations, and now, after launch, because they've they've been supported for so many years, um, now they have like that sort of monetization in it. Yeah, but that's in, that's to keep a game that's already been done. Yeah. To keep to continue, you know, that's just to keep the lights on. The way I look at it, I feel like it's going to happen more and more because of the whole free to play craze right now. It is, but it's also keeping it's also keeping game sales flat. I mean, yeah. games development has gotten more lengthy, more expensive as, as better hardware has come along in the past few years. But the, the, the retail price of games has remained flat at 60 yeah. for the longest time, and that's largely due to DLC and microtransactions. I've often thought about that. Like, why don't they raise that and then maybe reduce other things? Like... See, a lot of people would like that, but nobody wants to be the first one to do it. Well, yeah. And now people are experimenting with different ways to, to cut their chop their games up, like Call of Duty. That is huge for Call of Duty to have finally separated the multiplayer into different pieces and sell it to you piecemeal. People have been begging yeah. for that forever, but they never did it because it made them too much money. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the gaming landscape now. Yeah. Now, one thing's interesting that someone was talking about um, on the thing I was reading this on was if they're banning all games with loot boxes, do you think that that includes mo- mobile games? I mean, oh, they have for to, sure. right? Because they're going to ban mobile like, every mobile game. Mobile <laughs> like, games are notorious for that because they want gonna... the games to be free for like the fucking kids to download on their parents' phone. Yeah. Their credit card's already in there, so they put the money for transactions in. But I feel yeah. like mobile games, that's kind of already been developed around because a lot of a lot of free-to-download mobile games have mm-hmm. that have that purchase now and see no ads thing already built into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just I suppose, the yeah, transactions. I, it, it's different because when in a mobile game you know what you're getting. 
you're oh. gonna you're gonna get that screen clear and Candy Crush or whatever the fuck, or you're gonna get rid of ads and like. So you do know that? Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I I didn't know. I don't really play mobile games that much. Me neither. I do. I'm yeah. a true gamer. I play all of them. Every single one. <laughs> I played every game. I don't know. I'm just I'm not against the idea of microtransactions per se. Because like I said, it kept it, it keeps games like flat. You know I mean, yeah, I mean we're not paying 120 dollars a game now because you know of things like microtransactions. Though? Is they keep using the term microtransactions, but at this point, like microtransactions are up to like twenty dollars. This is a pretty mega transaction, right. is what I'm <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it doubles the price of the game. You're right. These transactions yeah. are getting bigger and bigger. Because <laughs> it's all it's all about public perception. When you say microtransaction, yeah. it's more palatable to the everyday consumer than just saying, "Hey, pay pay us twice the price and you get more shit." Say yeah. transaction. But I mean, even even in that vein, other game companies like EA has like early access things by like the hundred dollar Epic Edition, and you can play. Oh, Friday dude. before the rest of I can't of believe people, fall, people still fall for that crap. They don't even give you anything good anymore. I don't think people do. Cool I stuff. think like influence and all, like Twitch streamers and all feel like they have to because they want to be out there first. It's kind of like the I old, think... it's like the old days of reviewing video oh. games. Like you had to yeah. be out there first because you had to catch all the eyeballs and the clicks. You know, I think I mean? some people still do it. Like I know when like uh, Fallout seventy six came out, a lot of people bought like the big one because they were like, "Oh, you get all the stuff and it's gonna yeah. be cool." I don't, I don't feel like that's a large majority. That's probably two percent. Hmm. There's a that's a huge contrast. Like I know the the new Metro game Metro Exodus is coming out, and they yeah. have a they have a collector's edition and it has like an actual gas mask and an actual watch from the game and like a real canvas bag and like actual physical items. I get oh, that shit. like collectible standpoint. I don't yeah. understand the. Like you can play a day, or, like, or you have like this cool sword to start. Well, they with. they usually add that in to get more people to do it. I think. Yeah. Um, Man, don't even get me started on physical goods pre-order editions. Because <laughs> that's the I think I think it it's better. Sounds than... so cool, but it's always so cheap and chanky. Like that is yeah. it's never Sometimes worth it. The the Pip Boy was pretty okay. I mean, that you put that one that you put your phone in. Yeah. Was it that good? It was okay. I mean, yeah. it was pretty solid plastic. It had a metal clasp on it, but it, it wasn't detailed. No, um, it wasn't a good best. I'll go back to my point and say that um, I I think that that sort of XP gain or getting that sort of reward is is too safe, which I know we've talked about before. Developers uh, doing something that's safe rather than something that's unique. Mm-hmm. I don't wait, wait. Oh, you saying the loot box system mm-hmm. is like a safe, like it's proven to work type of thing? Yeah, and okay. so many games do it, and they know it's going to work. I think I think it would be worth it to branch out at least a little. To at least like combat the notion that like you know video <laughs> video games are gambling. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this because it popped into my brain, and I know like somebody might be thinking of the argument. Well, you know, some companies like CD Projekt Red, for example, are have a strong like stance against microtransactions and loot boxes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But not every game company is in that position to where I mean, CD Projekt Red knows their game is going to be a hit. Yeah, they know they're going to sell like X amount of units. That shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Witcher Three had enough hype around it to where they knew, and that's fine. And I, I totally get it. But not every company can do that, especially some small startup companies trying to compete against big AAA things and hoping they don't get have to sell out to EA the next year just to you know feed their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think the trying to protect consumers from malicious practices, all on board. But I think you can't just draw a line in the sand and say this bad, this good. Yeah. Not not in the climate right now, because mm-hmm. again, like the points I made earlier, there's financial benefits on both sides to having microtransactions in games. Because guess what? If you don't want to engage in any of that stuff, you don't have to. 
I am fine with there being as much microtransaction shit in there as long as the base game is good and I never have to touch any of that stuff. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like I said, I look at it as a tip jar. If sure, I'm really yeah. enjoying the shit, I, I, I just got uh, paid today. I can't wait to finally reward a respawn for Apex. I'm going to yeah. buy like one of their starter editions. A billion. Because one that game is free to play. It was solid, and they deserve <laughs> to be monetarily rewarded for that. Sure. I guess, that, yeah, and you did mention this, that um, you have that mindset. Not everybody does. No. and I, Again, my opinions. I totally yeah. see where uh, somebody else's perspective could come and, and yeah. argue against it. Because I will, like, never buy a loot box. <laughs> yeah, sure I, am a, I am a cheap bastard. I want to know what I'm buying. So you see, like, here's the thing. Those, those skins, you're playing in first person anyway. You don't even get to see them. I see, yeah. Well, I see to see what weapon skin for cool. Yeah. Well, no one gets true. to those see my, my Gibraltar skin because he's camouflaged. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. That's the show. We'll see you later. So, anyway, speaking of, uh, so we're pulling out of the show. Speaking of uh-huh. people pulling out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Pull out. That's the joke. Yep. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, perfect segue. Amazon pulls out of move to New York. Yeah. Enlighten me, JB. Um. So they're they're they want they they spent like phew, like a year or two trying to figure out where they're gonna build their HQ two. Is this when they yeah. like? Is this when they set out like a huge presser? Yeah. Like, we're looking for a new city, and cities were actually competing to see who could give them the best tax breaks. Yeah. Um, New Orleans, I this think, is still was pushing part of really that? hard. Yeah, so so um, they decided on Virginia and New York, West Virginia, and, no, no, East no. East Virginia. Greatest <laughs> 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 joke ever. Okay, um, so they decided on New York and and Virginia, and um, they New York was offering them a three billion dollar tax cut. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to supply 25,000 jobs, they promised, which was going to generate, they said, $30 billion worth of revenue or something like that. Yeah. Um, but then there was a lot of uh, protests that happened. Um, it was supposed to be on, on, in Long Island City. Yeah. That was where it was supposed to be. Well, a lot of the, the surrounding New York areas had had issue with gentrification for like that, the last that, 15 years. That, that's what people were worried about was their rent just skyrocketing. I and mean, I, 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 I firmly think... support the guy who, who uh, campaigns on the rent too damn high platform every year. <laughs> Have yeah, you seen well, that guy? No. But... We need to look him up. But I think I think New York has rent control. I would imagine, but I mean, I guess there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Um. I think I had a rent control in my old apartment, but it would still go up. Like it went up like a th- like a hundred dollars each year. It seemed like. Um. See, I saw an article about this the other day, and it was such like a. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I had conflicted feelings about it because at one point it's like, yeah, they would bring in twenty five thousand like high skill, high paying jobs. Yeah. Like, well, that's cool. You know. You know, people who who work to get to that level deserve. I mean, that's a very competitive field, and it know. might not be people from that area because at that exactly. high level of job, people are moving all over the country for, and it. they're going to move in and push out the other people because it's going to drive up like property tax, property value. Yep. I mean, and stuff yep. like that. So, yeah, so it's it's kind of bad for the people that are there already. It's probably good for the area in the long run, the area as a whole, mm-hmm. but it's bad for the people that are there. To the people um, that are there, I say this is a total joke. Get good scrubs. <laughs> uh, also get you some high skills so I, I just read another article that said that um amazon i think it made 11.2 billion this year and paid zero really, in federal taxes that seems really low but yeah they paid zero dollars in federal taxes that's that's broken man 
That is so fucking <laughs> Extremely so. And the fact that they would shop cities based on tax breaks. Dude, they were, I mean, Louisiana was offering, they were like, we will rename our state. <laughs> we will be Amazon. Amazoniana. <laughs> we got to keep Bourbon Street, though. Yeah. Amazon Street. It's just Be- Bezos Street. <laughs> <laughs> Come show your titties to Big Jeff. Now leaving yeah. Texas, welcome to Jeff Bezos. You have to call him Daddy Jeff. Everybody bow to Daddy Jeff. <laughs> Daddy Jeff. Daddy Jeff got See, all I don't the money drop beads. Like, I get they want to have, you know, go down the rabbit hole far enough. Sure, those extra 25,000 people are spending their money on groceries, and they're invigorating the local businesses and stuff <laughs> Just like groceries. That. You know what I mean. Like, there's no, runoff. <laughs> Sure, 25,000 people from the area may may not be getting jobs, but those 25,000 people living there are putting back into the economy. Yeah, but, they will be there. It's just, it's but not that the company that is not, there. and that is a huge problem. Yeah. That company is siphoning resources from the state, and they're not yeah. giving anything back. Louisiana, I mean, they were promised $3 billion in tax breaks already. That's, that's so stupid. I mean, we a lot of places do that with uh, movie companies now. That's why there was such a movie boomer in this area, because... They're like, you don't have to pay any taxes to come, come film your movies here. Yeah. So I mean, that's different. That's that's a that's a that's not a uh, like a, a permanent. No, it's not permanent, but it's still like you know. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a similar situation, but it's not. I don't, I don't I don't view that as the same thing though, because that's like trying to spark life into like the tourism economy and stuff like that. Because so. people want to go see where movies were filmed, and they want to be oh. around whenever Chris Pratt comes and like slaps Jennifer Lawrence on the butt cheeks for like his next Raptor movie <laughs> I, or whatever. I want to see the Amazon uh, headquarters. I want to slap Chris Pratt on the butt cheeks just because I'm so in love with him. Chris Brown. Chris Pratt. Okay. You heard me. Brown slaps Chris Pratt on the butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. me, me and Brendan I'm... Fraser, we each get a cheek. I'll take both <laughs> if he's uncomfortable. You could just watch. I mean, Brendan, I want, you, I... Brendan, you don't have to do anything you don't want to. Yeah. Right. When I slap a butt, I go for the crack. Is That's it weird just... that I fantasize about Brendan Fraser giving me like a piggyback ride through a flowery meadow? Man, I want no, him to be my dad. Not really, Brendan Fraser, be my dad. <laughs> I, I want to get a a daddle saddle. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, please adopt us. Why don't sit, why don't why don't fucking states offer Brendan Fraser to rename their state after him? It's Fraserland. I rename yeah. my kids Brendan Fraser, Brendan Brent... and Fraser. <laughs> no, they're both Brendan Fraser. Yes, <laughs> you're at this way better. <laughs> Brendan Fraser and Brendan Fraser. This is my son, oh Brendan my Fraser, and my son, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. So, anyway, tax breaks. Anyway, yeah. Tax yeah. breaks. What are you going to do? But, yeah, know, so they man. backed out. People protest. Um, and then I guess it got... I really didn't think it was as bad that they were going to back out. I really didn't think they were going to. Um, and then and they just announced that they were. Maybe they are just like, it's not worth it. <laughs> so, we have so many uh, prospective... Um, what do you call that? Suitors. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for New let York. I guess court, they got what they wanted, right? It's like Amazon The Bachelor. Well, the governor didn't get what he wanted, but the, the residents of New York, you yeah. know. Yeah. Come here, Amazon. Our economy shit. <laughs> Come make it worse, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so my thing, I guess, is not having a solid topping and just coming up with questions for you guys the day of. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Like so here's it. something. I have a few questions. The one in yellow says, uh, "What's your favorite <laughs> genre of video games, moving books, etc." Uh, let's start with uh, Jeremy. So, so for all the people just listening and not watching the video, it, it's highlighted in yellow. Um, so my favorite, I get of, it. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite type of book is a first-person shooter. Um, okay, shut favorite... the fuck up for one second. And be serious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Uh, well, y'all know my favorite type of video game already because I talk about it all the time. Third-person cover shooters. Third-person yeah. cover shooters. Uh, my favorite movies. The dude hates Holy. blankets. Just shooting covers all day. <laughs> yeah. All right, see so you guys later. I got it. Right, I got it. it. Um, my favorite movies are probably like comedy action movies. Okay. Uh, are just okay. comedy movies. If you say like but... Buddy Cop, I'm going to nut. No. Like, what do you mean Buddy Cop? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nut anyway. Mm. <laughs> Like You're not gonna edge me cop? this time. Not gonna edge me this time, JB. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna finish myself. Screw you. Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, just fuck. What was a really good one that I saw recently? I want to say like Shanghai Noon comes to mind. You know, just pretty much anything with Jackie Chan. I'm in love with. This oh, is I your re- segment, but that's that's that's. I recently what I'm, I'm read that of. people in China hate Jackie Chan. Really? Wow, traitors! Yeah. All of them. <laughs> oh God! Apparently, he's kind of a jerk or something over there. He's uh, nice in America. That's what matters. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, it was. It was just. I don't know. It was crazy. I was so. I felt so enlightened. I was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, I'm sorry to derail your topic, but yeah, no, no worries. Uh, so I guess. I, like, I guess. Like, what? Sorry. One yeah. second. Let me finish. Okay. Um, I guess. Like what I what I really want to talk about. Like I like. Uh, like Hold on, Mitchell. Movies. Hold on one second. Yep, go ahead. Let me finish. Yep. What I really want to talk about Hold is on. just how GB, much. You want to go ahead? <laughs> I need to do three seconds of silence. Hold on. Yep. One second. Like okay. <laughs> Wait, um, okay. I love us so much, even if nobody uh, else does. Oh, uh, that's so good. That's uh, all so staying uh, in the podcast. <laughs> Stupid. Um. So I guess like my example is um, like horror is my favorite genre of movie and, and, and TV show. Really? Uh, I just but I I found maybe two horror games that I genuinely enjoyed as much as I've enjoyed horror movies. Hmm. Um, they, are you gonna tell us what they are? Or are you just gonna leave us? No, don't tell us. Guess I'm not gonna tell you. Tune in to next week's anyway. episode. <laughs> it's Ducktales for the answer. <laughs> um, I don't know. I liked. Uh, I liked Soma, which is from the creators of Amnesia. I like that one a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, despite the the popular opinion, I really liked the Outlast games. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I see. I don't like horror movies or horror games. <laughs> I guess like what I'm asking though, like I, I'm like you said, you liked action comedy movies. Mm-hmm. Do you like funny action games <laughs> or books or uh, you know? So I like uh, my favorite type of book is like kind of like a sci-fi dark humor books. There's mm-hmm. a, a author named Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have tons uh, of his books on my shelf. I for next love week. that's like my favorite author, and that's like basically all I read. Um, been trying to find other stuff to read, <laughs> but that's okay. really I start reading other books and I go, Nah, I'm gonna read Cat's Cradle again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you want to know like my actual favorite video game of all time. Yes, is uh, f- um, I almost said Fallout New Vegas too, but it's Tom Clancy Rainbow Six Vegas too. <laughs> Tom That's Howard's a, oh Rainbow Six God, Vegas too. I have that one on on <laughs> you play if you ever want to play it. Hell yeah, dude! I beat that <laughs> game probably like ten times. Um, I guess my point of bringing this up is is I think it's interesting that that some genres thrive in certain mediums and some don't. Like I think yeah. horror, I think horror certainly thrives in movies and the in, but not so much in games where. I think it's interesting that the more you interact with it, the less scary it becomes. Most yeah, of the time. I could see to, that. To that exact point, I was thinking earlier. Whenever you had asked JB why he doesn't like like action comedy games, 
is because there aren't really any good ones because it's so hard to write a, like a funny yeah. video game. What's a good <laughs> funny game? I mean, bo- like let's take Borderlands, Borderlands for example. I mean that that style of humor definitely grates on people, but that will grate on anybody after hour three. I, you know what I, I mean? I enjoy it. Yeah, but it, yeah, I can see but, if it gets like comedy is not something you could just like keep hitting on all cylinders for like a twenty hour experience, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a funny game. I can't really think. Of Another example too is like my my favorite type of book is like slice of life character studies. Like I have pretty much every book Haruki Murakami's ever written on my shelf right now. I cannot. I cannot watch it in movies, and I cannot play any games. But what the is, books, I what can... is Life of Life? Just like you know, pop in, pop into their life. Hold on, see what they're hold up on. To. You want to say that again, JB? What is Life of Life? What is spice there of you life? Go. I've been drinking. We're getting there. <laughs> Take three. <laughs> what is Life of Life? What is All Life right. of Pie? It's a movie about a small Indian boy trapped on a boat with a tiger. With a tiger. Yeah, and there a tiger. I don't think I've ever read that or seen it. Spoiler okay. alert. It's a it's a three point one four five nine. Um, is that the same pie or is that slice of pie or life of pie? Man, life of fuck pie. if I know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> anyway. anyway, sorry. Pie right. is that your G-Man name? G man never got to go. <laughs> Did I not? I don't think yeah, so. Go. I don't know. I feel like I interrupted enough. I don't know. Go, go, you didn't tell go. us yours, so you just interrupted uh, us. So it's our turn to interrupt you. Well, it's yeah, cool. I'm I'm okay with that. I don't really know if I have like a favorite genre of video games because I like video really? games. Hmm. If I had to default, I would say third person action, not so much cover shooter, really? but I just like like Uncharted. I just like the story mm. and 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 Last of Us. It feels like yeah, feels like watching a really good trilogy of movies all in yeah. one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be cool. Um, Does that differ? Do you like action movies the same way? Yeah, just just okay. something you could stare at and shut your brain off and just be entertained by and marveled at. Just like graphics, you know, man, because those games usually push graphics to the next next level. Yeah, they do look good, and usually they have a pretty good story, at least. Like you usually, know, something yeah. to keep you in enthralled. Not Uncharted, like... not so much, but the last one definitely because they well, had the like action, the action keeps you enthralled, anyways. Yeah, right? yeah. well, yeah. sometimes no? some oh, would yeah. say the shooting is kind of repetitive and wrote and by the numbers in Uncharted. Oh, but the story is really what pulled me through four because. There was some great character building and stuff like that. And I'm, it's not a review. But anyway, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if I would have to default to one genre, that would probably be it. But like I said, I, I'm all over the place. Sometimes I, I'm really into sports games. I like racing games. I just got like started on horror games, shooters. But uh, racing as far games as... stress me out too much. I can't play <laughs> I get I like so them. angry. <laughs> you would like Forza because there's a rewind button. So if you like fuck uh, something up and lose like a good good amount of the pack, you just hit the yeah. rewind button. I play that Wreckfest game, but that's because I mean I can just wreck and stuff. So <laughs> can we can we talk about how fucking cool a racing horror game would be? That would no. be pretty cool. They do uh, that terrible. The I Jason love you, Mitch, game. but I'm not gonna follow you down this. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Gene Man, get come he, on, come play. Hear us out. Come play I, with us. Wait, hold play on. Play with us in the car. What? Uh. Google right now, uh, what, driving hopes. horror game. I'm pretty oh. sure an indie team did this. Well, they had um, they had the uh, the Jason Jason Friday the Thirteenth game. No, no, no. I'm talking about this is a recent game that is actually exactly what Mitchell just said. Well, you had to drive a car out at the end, and sometimes is it like guy would be chasing you. Driving is it Survivor. Is it racing? I don't think it's racing. I think it's you driving through like a foggy wood or something like yeah. that. Yeah, driving survival. See, this looks cool. I'm into this. Well, fuck my is opinion it, then. It's happening. Yeah, so. get it. <laughs> it's third person? It would be so much better if it was first person. It's first person. It is oh, first, it is first person. person. Okay, the, the pictures I was looking at was third person. Yeah. As far as favorite like movie genres, 
probably just like comedy, comedy actions, shit, just like Omega. Mm. Every once in like, a while, I like a good like brain bender, but yeah, I like document documentaries. A lot Favorite of all time, though, I'd have to say Shawshank Redemption. Really, I've actually yeah. never seen that. That's <laughs> a good one. That movie. People always tell me I need to watch it, and I go, "Where?" You need to. In terms yeah. of prison movies, Shawshank Redemption or Green Mile? Shawshank all the way. I cool. love Green Mile. Shawshank gets it for me. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I might. I feel like I the thought this topic was good, and I could talk about it a lot. Yeah. Books. I haven't really sat down and read anything since uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That might be where I differ because I read probably a book a month. Really? I just, yeah. well, like JB said, like, I love that book so much, it's kind of ruined other books for me. Uh, you gotta <laughs> check out more books, dude. I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I heard, I, I've heard from like, or I say heard, I've seen on like many websites, this, like uh, The Confederacy of Dunces is supposed to be widely regarded as like one of the funniest books ever written. Mm-hmm. Bored the shit out of me. Could not. You, could not get into it. You like Hitchhiker's Guide? That like you would say that's your favorite book. As my favorite book series, yes. The you Douglas Adams some, run. You should try some Vonnegut. You probably like it. It's funny. That's my favorite type of uh, text-based RPG. I don't know. It's just like, Guide. Doug, Douglas's writing style, like his his British dry British humor and, and, yeah. and his his rhythm and stuff, just got me. Well, it's like I mean, so Vonnegut says like there's one part where he's talking about like they're going to drop this atomic bomb and they mm-hmm. because it's a giant purple bomb, so they just call it the the no, I think it's blue, so they call it like the big blue motherfucker. There's one of there's one of Vonnegut's books where he he spends like five pages talking about a drawing of a butthole that he saw, and then it ends yeah. with the, the drawing <laughs> of that butthole. It's fucking hilarious. There's another one where like I may be on board. The Earth's gravity is lower, and so this guy just has a boner all the time. (laughs) He just keeps (laughs) talking about it. That was pretty funny. It's so good. I love books. But again, like Hitchhikers was like sci-fi too, so it was like Star Wars. But if Star Wars was a comedy, yeah, yeah, it just went nowhere's. Yeah, I mean, you like you like Spaceballs the book. Pretty oh, much. Oh my god, Spaceballs. God, I want to watch that again now. Uh, let's watch it right now. Okay. <laughs> Space, let's do a podcast. Let's have two, sorry, two and sorry, a half hours podcast is it. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Barf, not in the Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that, that's my stuff. Alright, thanks for sharing. I love you. I love you. I do like, it is interesting to see how our, our tastes differ. Even though, but our video games and our movies tastes are kind of similar, it seems like. Well, we have Except for ground. mine, because yeah. I don't like comedies, and I fucking love getting this shit scared out well, of me. Well, movies, for example, me and JB mildly enjoyed Bandersnatch, whereas Mitchell fucking hated it, apparently. Did yeah. God, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah, um, you're right. You got me. <laughs> nice. No. What was the other thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just reading through all your stuff to make sure we did everything. There's a lot of colors there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's hard to read. <laughs> Oh yeah, we accidentally touched on the fourth one, like do certain genres thrive within certain mediums. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, just, I guess I already touched on it in saying that I think horror certainly thrives within movies, sometimes books. I've read a few horror, good horror books, but I think the more you have to interact with it, the less, the less intense that that terror becomes. See, I'm the complete opposite. There's nothing in it for me in movies. Because I am not uh, horrified by like anything. I'm just like passively watching. I yeah. know it sounded funny you get when I said it. Very but... scared in video games, though. <laughs> Dude, one time I was watching him play. What was it? Was it Amnesia? Yes. God damn it! And the dust moved on the piano, and that dude freaked out. <laughs> like, I've never seen someone freak out that bad. That was crazy. The tension, like. 
That game is <laughs> super tension building. That's all it does. Because that's all you, you you don't have any weapons. All you do yeah. is hide from this giant fucking terrifying monster yeah. that like drives your character insane anytime you look directly at it. Yeah. Which that's a whole other topic is Lovecraftian horror, where the, yeah. the topic of insanity is brought into it. <laughs> I love that shit. But see, like as soon as I'm in control of the character and stuff like that, and the choices all become mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving the narrative forward. That's when that's when horror clicks for me. I suppose, like I'm, I'm where you're at in in terms of like um, watching something just to turn your brain off and watch it. Mm-hmm. In terms yeah. of like horror, because I, if as soon as I pick up a game, there's that possibility of like frustration and getting lost, and like having yeah. an objective to complete is just takes all fear away from the experience for me. Well, see, that's the fear for me. Like, like playing a game, like playing a game where you could like die. Like, that's fearful to me. It's like stressful. I don't yeah, know. same. And and like Mitch said, the frustration and all that sometimes that amplifies the situation. Like in Resident Evil Two, mm-hmm. I was kind of getting mildly frustrated with like some of the backtracking and, and inventory management and stuff like that. But that all serves for the the tension. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Yeah. There's they want there to be stakes. They want you to have to cross that building knowing like shit's gonna get real. And you're not going to be prepared for it. Mr. X. I think I'm more scared by horror movies because, and I know everybody's different the way they relate to characters, but I I feel fear more. It's more palpable for me if I'm scared for somebody mm. versus in, in, I am scared for like a, 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 my proxy, my character in a game. It's like a, it's a, like a different type of, I think the introduction of empathy into that is like a huge point of fear for me. Yeah, but see, for me with horror movies, like the suspension of disbelief is immediately ruined by just the ridiculous premise of half of the you know horror genre. Yeah, mm. I suppose that's another thing to talk about is how eighty percent of horror movies are bad. Like the story and the writing and all is just it yeah. loses me immediately. The first time somebody says something stupid, I I sympathize with the murderer. Like I'm I like just that's, please that's end that's like <laughs> that's why I that might be why I'm so into just like the genre as a whole is because when there are good horror movies they are better than you know if a good horror movie comes out and it's truly good it's better than any other movie that came out that year for mm. me it like movie yeah mm. i think you know l- listening to that just kind of reminded me of why i don't get into that sort of stuff these days or, or basically like any sort of heavy movie i've really got to be in the mood for it because that stuff is just mentally exhausting for me now yeah it's like, mm. you know, because how long they are, like two hours. Yeah, I've got a full time career and like kids and stuff like that. So my responsibilities really don't end until like the, the kiddos are in bed. Yeah. So from the time I wake up until they're in bed, like it's, I, it's, I really like just putting something on I could half pay attention to and just kind of shut the brain off for a while. Sure. Anything that requires a large amount of focus, I'm super hesitant to start on. That's why yeah, I, so that's it's, I'll watch The Office for like a hundred time in a row before starting yeah. a new TV series. Yeah. So, that's fair. That's a fair point. One thing I want to add is I used to watch a lot of really bad horror movies. Like I would go online and find like the really bad ones and just mm-hmm. watch them because I found them very funny. And I used mm-hmm. to do that a lot. <laughs> I had watched them in the sense just to trash on them, like yeah. a mystery science theater thing. Pretty much, yeah. I had a conversation with one of my friends recently about the difference between like completely shitting on all movies that are quote unquote bad and being able to learn to like bad movies. Yeah, uh-huh. because because of their badness. Yeah, uh, that's also interesting. I remember I watched this one. It was called like like what was it called? Like serial killer or something like that. And the the main like bad guy was all like, 
a serial killer knows how to track someone. And, like, he was going through, like, the whole way. Like, and he just kept saying, like, a serial killer does this. A serial killer does that. And he goes to like, McDonald's and orders a muffin fucking with no egg. Fucking, he has a piece of paper, serial killer checklist, and he's just going through them. Was it when I was like a young teenager? I desperately tried getting into horror movies and stuff like that because that's what all anybody wanted to watch at the time, mm-hmm. for, especially for like dating purposes dating, and such yeah. like that. But like um, the last movie me and my brother sat down and watched together was Jeepers Creepers. When oh, I remember. That. See, that's a bad one. And yeah. We we laughed so fucking hard at that movie. You would say that's that was a bad a one. To us. That one made like a lot of money. One. It made a lot of money, and it had, it had like two subsequent sequels. But it, there was it was a part specifically whenever he like jumps out in front of their car, and, <laughs> and the person actually does what they should do in a situation and just, and just fucking nails it. him with the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, but then backs over him like three times. Dude, we lost our shit. <laughs> anyway, I guess I guess before we move on, I I brought this up because I I have a and my my interest in horror. I brought it because I have a huge interest in media being able to make you feel things and i think horror and terror is the fucking wild that just watching something on a screen or reading something in a book can mm-hmm. elicit that feeling or any feeling for that matter hmm. so yeah. anyway well i love it to touch on consuming. that like i get a huge emotional response out of any like parenting things in video games especially since i i think i mentioned it wasn't on the podcast before like last of us last of us yeah, yeah. like that hugely resonated with me because yeah. I was a new parent at the time of that game coming out, and stuff like God of War, like the father son dynamic in that game, like it it hits me on like some levels that you know it's not going to hit a lot of people, mm-hmm. and you know I, I find myself kind of lucky to be in that situation where a lot of the game developers who grew up liking the same games that I did are now like around my age or a little older and in yeah. charge of game studios. And they're making things that largely speak to me because it speaks to them as well. They're going through the same thing, like new parents and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Which again like circles that. back to like what is what strikes empathy from people. Like right. what situations that they can put in it can, can elicit it's, empathy. Yeah, it's hard to get it from everyone. Yeah. Like I, Life is Strange it resonates with like younger generations and more female oriented audiences. And yeah. like I've, I've watched a couple playthroughs of those games and I, I get it, but I can't relate to it. So it's just, mm. it doesn't. Sure. Tom Howard, me. put, 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 um, Father stuff into your games, and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. come on our yeah, podcast. So we'll play more of it. Get with Josh. Fallout seventy six is an, is now a daddy simulator. <laughs> Fallout <laughs> Fallout daddy simulator. <laughs> We're going to the park today. <laughs> I think that was push Fallout four. Dad, actually, push me <laughs> Fallout, Fallout dude, the was best joke, simulator. the best Fallout seventy six joke I saw was like a uh, I was watching a streamer play um what's the one that just came out Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah, and somebody was like, they finally fixed seventy six, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that came out though. I think today, right? I the fifteenth. I think so. Yeah. yeah, they didn't really make a big deal out of it. No, it's kind of got milling reviews. It's another uh, expansion yeah. turned into a standalone. Yeah, it's the same as like a Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon, it's like a, yeah. a passion project for the people who wrote it. I didn't really like as, Blood uh, Dragon. Far Cry Primal, except Primal made the mistake of releasing as a full price product. Primal actually looks like it may be fun. Oh, One of my friends that. that says that's his favorite Far Cry. And yeah. I heard so many bad things initially that I was like, what? Just like, what, <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's the same as the rest of those expansion ones. There's a few good ideas at the beginning, but then those ideas are just repeated well, throughout the entire game. Which Far Cry is interesting. Prime, Primal is a full release, isn't it? Yeah. But it was supposed to be, it was almost like this little passion project, but they turned it into a full scale release. Yeah. yeah, same thing with Blood Dragon. It's the same thing with all of those. They start off as DLC, but then they go well, Blood so Dragon, overboard with them. Fuck, Blood I Dragon wasn't Blood a full Dragon. 60 bucks, though, huh? No, like but 15. neither is New Dawn. New Dawn's only 40 New bucks because they learned a lesson with Primal. But Primal was, yeah, okay. Boys, I fucking loved Blood Dragon. 
Really? I, I liked it for the dragon. I liked it for the I first like it, hour and a half. Yeah, I played it for like thirty minutes, and I was like, "This is stupid." That's a, it's only a, it's only about an hour long. So well, you were halfway there. Well, I was like, "No, this." Is I don't know what I was doing then, but I love. <laughs> I know I, I didn't did finish it, but it. I liked it for a little while. Oh, that's good. It's really good. <clears throat> I did not enjoy. Shit, it. there was one more thing I wanted to say before we moved on, but now I forgot. I like uh, things that lean into being that ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, like too, I just didn't really. I don't know. I just didn't get that. But again, that just goes to serve my point early. You can't really do a comedy game because after an hour and a half, yeah, you're kind of just yeah. firing blanks. I do really love Borderlands comedy, though. I mean, you're just making me think about how much I enjoy it. Like it never like got old. it never got old for me. <laughs> fucking Tiny Tina! I just wanted to man. What? See, I Fuck just wanted. To, I, I just podcast wanted to play okay. that. <laughs> this podcast is done. I'm Our different from both of you because I just I just wanted to play that fucking game. I didn't want to keep hearing the jokes that game. I yeah. loved the mechanics of it and I loved the loot and shoot style of it. I could not really? stand the humor in that game. I hate both of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, okay. Look, I like Tiny Tina again for like the first thirty minutes, but her jokes went on too long. I like guess. if 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 she'd have just been like in and out with quick little quirks and stuff, yeah. but she just so dude, she would talk for like five minutes, sp- spouting a bunch oh, of like lead speak stuff. and shit like that. I'm like, like just dude, give me the just quest. wrap it up, please. Yes, we get it. You're a girl and you say ridiculous shit. Let's move on. <laughs> Did you play the D and D D and D podcast? The yeah, D&D that that DLC was really one? good. Yes, I thought that really and it humanized her in a way. Okay. But again, like some of some of I can see when you first meet her and she's talking about like I'm a dinner party with the if you really want to break it down, what I think it was is that the writer, the head writer of that game was that voice actor's brother, right? Because the head writer and Tiny Tina. No, no, I'm serious. It's from they used to have a popular YouTube page called Hey Ash, what you doing? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you're true. Yeah, Ash. Her name was Ashley. I can't remember her last name. Ashley Ashleyson. Ashley Ashleyson. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley Tom Howard, we got. Oh, and um Tom <laughs> And her brother was the lead writer, so I, I think that he might have went overboard with like some of her material. Maybe yeah. so. He said just like record shit for four hours. We'll put some and of I it think in. that was the problem too. He was like, you know, just free freestyle it here and she just wouldn't know when to wrap it up and they just freestyle. didn't know when to edit it. So Cause I, I like I like the hey Ash, what you doing stuff. It's not like I dislike those two, but I just they, it it's, needed it's a good someone edit. being in their into their own shit for too long. Yes, <laughs> that yeah. is exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. Uh, <laughs> any, any, anytime. <laughs> but again, dude, I love Borderlands, but it's yeah. just some of the, some sometimes the humor was just grating for like long play sessions. Oh, like claptrap! I could listen to that dude all day. All right, we got to move on before you really hate us. <laughs> <laughs> it's time like, to pull out. I, I think of their jokes and I laugh all the time. It's time to pull out. <laughs> so, is it time for my favorite segment this week, JB? It's time for Review Crew, where each week we deploy drones deep within the bowels of Amazon and pull out the greatest reviews for Brendan Fraser's nutting pleasure. <laughs> and uh, then we, we still nut. love you, JB. And then we <laughs> nut. Come on our podcast, Fraser. Come on I mean, our podcast. Brendan's so ready for you. <laughs> Mr. Fraser. Come on, with Fraser. Top, with, with top quality content like this, why would you say no? Oh, I never, I never went to that one. Okay. Are you taking the first one, Mitch? Oh, uh, yeah. I think we should all take it together. Oh, <laughs> have, you guys, have you guys shit. opened you know this what? page yet? Yes. You know what? Let's save that, Let's save that one for last. Okay. Okay. Let's hit the traditional reviews and we'll circle back. Let's go to liquid ass, folks. <laughs> let's, let's go to liquid ass, folks. So my first review is for liquid ass 2-pack. 
Liquid ass Tupac. Um, oh, yeah. we, we did it. We found him <laughs> too soon. Can I say um, before you begin? Uh, the the most frequently bought together is liquid ass fart spray and stink bombs for the total price of twenty dollars and eighty one cents. <laughs> Why do you get all much? everything covered? Because oh, not one of them is not enough. All your prank needs. You can't just buy one. You can't just buy two. You need all three. <laughs> all Dear Amazon, prank. I love my friends but hate their nostrils. What do you have for me? <laughs> what do you have for me? So if you don't know what liquid ass is, it's it's lick it's liquidated ass, um, and it comes in a spray bottle, and you spray it, and it smells like ass. Thank God. Is, Jeff Bezos like... sits in a hot sauna, and just they take all the budgies. This is why New York didn't want to let them open up another HQ out there. <laughs> yeah, they were scared of budgies. Um, they want me for my butt juice. <laughs> so my first, my first review is from Steinman Lee. Gives him one star. Hit bad, me, Steinman. Bad product. No smell at all. Seller just refunded me $7.60 on two orders. And that motherfucker. He goes on to say, four out of four bottles didn't smell bad at all. And this is where Steinman <laughs> Lee gets to be the bravest man in the history of the world. He goes, I even put it in my hands and nose. <laughs> Dude just, dude just straight up poured the liquid ass into his nose. I and love it, I love the fact that he's like, this didn't smell like ass at all. Yeah. <laughs> I got pour this in my nose. And it, he said, it just smells like garlic. I bet I can cook with it. Oh, he should try. Does it say if he tried? The, no. Well, maybe he put a comment. Someone commented. Hmm. Oh, no. It's just a manufacturer. They're saying that he got counterfeited. Counterfeit. He got counterfeit liquid, liquid ass. Liquid ass. <laughs> yeah. He's oh like liquid dick. I'm not falling for that shit. <laughs> all, all, all of the one-star reviews are people like, this doesn't smell like shit. I spent my yeah. money to make something smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted shit, goddamn. I wanted shit, and I didn't get shit. There are a lot Give of people that say it just Spider-Man. smells like garlic. <laughs> I demand smells of asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of this breath freshener. It tastes funny. <laughs> can, I, can I hit you boys with what I just came across? Do it. Yeah. This one's by our, our dear, dear friend, Amazon customer. Oh, five shit. stars. It comes with two pictures. Titled, <laughs> Best Purchase Ever. <laughs> Using, quote unquote, liquid ass will be one of the most funnest things you will ever do. I had just finished off my bottle after three and or four months of owning it. Parentheses. I used it a lot. In parentheses. <laughs> Is he a robot? Just... Just a simple heads up. Do not accidentally spray it onto your ice cream and eat it, or you will throw mm. up and cause everyone else to throw up. Parentheses. Not joking. It was gross. Close parentheses. Double parentheses. But funny. Close double parentheses. <laughs> Best purchase ever. This guy's writing a novel. What are the pictures? <laughs> I'm not sure he knows how to grammar. I hope the pictures but are just the, the a picture pictures, of butt and a picture of ice cream. At first, okay, at first I thought what it looked like was he maybe sprayed liquid ass all over the outside of somebody's car and it froze. But now after reading the the uh, review, I think he puked on the side of somebody's vehicle and took <laughs> yeah. pictures of it. <laughs> Wait, so he said he sprayed it on ice cream, right? Uh, no, he, he never said he did. He just said oh. don't accidentally spray it on your ice cream and eat it. Accidentally close, quote unquote, close parentheses, open parentheses. <laughs> that is quite the accident. Like when I'm fixing a bowl of ice cream, that's probably where I'm the most careful in my life. <laughs> I go for the I go for the hot fudge. I accidentally grab a steaming hot bottle of liquid ass. No, okay. The thing is, he had to have kept that close by for whatever reason. 
Well, yeah, he, had, do he it. had it he, like a like a thing of mace on his belt Jeremy, loop. He was ready. Yeah, Jeremy, fucking listen. Sorry. <laughs> he had to have been spraying. He had to have been spraying things on his ice cream already, and just grabbed the wrong thing. <laughs> Mitch, not to big time you, but obviously we never purchased liquid ass. Yeah, because never. that is something that's like a pocket knife. You never know <laughs> the situation you're going to need liquid ass for. You have to keep that on the ready twenty four seven. I keep one in my car, one in my boat, one in my pocket. Stay back. All th- I, got that, I got that thing on me. I'm within arm's reach of no less than four bottles of liquid ass at this moment. <laughs> I have my concealed carry for liquid ass. If my, if my dogs in that kennel get uppity, guess what ass they going to be smelling? Liquid, that's what. Liquid ass. Hey, shh, get back. <laughs> we God. need to invent gas ass. <laughs> If we could invent gas ass, we'd be yes. billionaires. Pla- plasma ass. Plasma ass. Plasma. Fucking so- is- solid ass. Solid ass. Solid ass is a much more terrifying concept. More powerful than solid ass. Is that that Konami series? <laughs> what Colonel, is this is solid ass. Oh, ass, God. your brother's on the hind. <laughs> Not Liquid for ass. Honor, but for ass. <laughs> oh, I'm Fuck. your third brother. Solidus ass. Solidus ass, ass. ocelot. That is actually ass one of the characters, Solidus really? Snake. Oh, okay. I, mean, I thought it was Solidus ass. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, we've gone too far. <laughs> we've circled back around into reality. We've done it again. <laughs> All right. My next... Uh, reviewer is lisa yeah. munster we're gonna go with munster um and she gives it one star which i don't know why because her review is smells like butt <laughs> so, oh, does she mean to order one of those steak candles yeah I was, maybe. <laughs> I was promised ass and it smells like butt king of the callbacks jeepman jones right here she wanted to get Oh, smells nothing like Montana. <laughs> it doesn't smell like North Carolina at all. It smells like ass. She burned the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Plus, this wicked shit. <laughs> uh, Michelle Lee says it's a very dangerous product and she wants her money back. She says she sprayed it and her pets were coughing and my husband coughed until he vomited. This product is very dangerous. And I want my money back. I immediately threw it away because it was very toxic to our health. It's very dangerous. It pulled out a knife and fucked my butt. <laughs> uh, uh, Bo- Bonnie said it's misleading. She's very disappointed. This smells more like bad breath. I thought it was I was ordering fart spray. <laughs> how, how bad is Bonnie's breath? Her significant other has real ass mouth. Oh, this just totally numbed her. That's what it is. Smell. It's not her breath. It's her fucking SO's breath. D. Allen gives it one star. Overpriced, weak, and inoffensive smell. Not at all what I anticipated. There is no fecal smell at all. <laughs> <laughs> there is a faint smell of cheese. That's almost pleasant, if you like cheese. Almost pleasant. <laughs> I've eaten cheese. It tasted good, but smelled worse than this. Don't waste your money. If you want this smell, buy an ounce or two of Limburger cheese instead. <laughs> I love how many people are like, I've smelled worse ass than this in fucking daycare. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is child's play. <laughs> fucking liquid ass connoisseurs all over Amazon. I've been buying liquid ass since 1963. I've been buying liquid ass since Nam. You can't fuck with me. 
liquid ass is bad. Let me tell you about napalm. <laughs> Agent ass. Asia, I wanted Agent Brown. <laughs> Agent ass. Agent Brown was good too. <laughs> uh, How about boy. this one? Somebody got pranked. Uh, uh, yeah. Amazon user D Rain one star. Container arrived broken, and you can imagine the issue <laughs> when we opened it. Joke was on me. Got him. Sometimes the liquid ass guys, you know, they, they'll zing you before nah, you get a chance. That's to Jeff zing. Bezos. <laughs> that's Jeff Bezos all the way. He's like, watch this motherfucker. Show them. Bam. <laughs> that's what happened. He did that to New York. New York was like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> I just like the title of this one. Sitaro won five stars. It's ass, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no denying it. No denying. Uh, Big Daddy gives it one star. Says, "Smell terrible. Don't drink." <laughs> Yeah, don't drink and drive, kids. That's just a good <laughs> yeah, message. Don't drink liquid ass and drive. Please do not drink liquid ass. Preferably ever. <laughs> Especially if you're going to drive. You're putting everyone at danger. Okay. I drive better when I drink liquid ass. <laughs> <laughs> the side effects may include solid ass. <laughs> Gas ass. Boss, I gotta go home. I got solid ass. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. So to keep with our uh, common theme of great parenting, uh, Amazon mm. customer gives it five stars. Got my teen cl- son to clean the entire house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I bought this just to trick my 17-year-old into cleaning his room. I never thought it would make him clean the entire house. I secretly sprayed one pump of this into his room while he was sleeping on Saturday morning. A minute or so later, I hear coughing and gagging. I went to his door and asked if he was okay. He said yes, but continued coughing. I asked if he had gotten sick because I had a strange smell coming from his room. He said no. He spelled no, N-O-K-N-O-W. <laughs> he went with the most complicated spelling. It's a fancy name. Yeah. I asked, well, does your room smell like sewage? He looked at me with complete confusion and said, I don't know. So I said, well, dude, this is ridiculous. Your room smells horrible. And you're just laying around the swamp-smelling room. He said, I don't understand what's going on. I said, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need Welcome to, to life. You need to clean this room, yuck. And then I walked away. Mom, I'm scared. <laughs> he immediately started furiously cleaning, mopped the floor, and wiped down the walls. He still smelled it because I would check in on him and, of course, secretly spray another pump. Laugh out loud. Day 512. I'm loving the cleanest house I've ever imagined. But fear for my son's sanity. One more spray won't kill him. Long story short, just two pumps of this little bottle got my teen son to clean our entire house from top to bottom, looking for the culprit. Whenever his room gets out of hand, I just spray it once in his room and the cleaning supplies come out. <laughs> like, what my, the fuck? my fucking shitty teen son hardly even wipes his ass, so I just had to get him like this, you know? If she's not careful, she's going to Pavlov's dog him with liquid ass. Like, every t- anytime this dude smells ass, he's just going to have, like, an obsessive compulsive desire to just clean. <laughs> Like Suzanne Smith comes in and says, Lee, this is a far cry from abuse or manipulation. You obviously have never had teenagers. <laughs> what? You've never had shitty teens before. <laughs> I said, Suzanne Swift also comes in and says, we could be best friends. I love you. I love the way you think. <laughs> what is going on, Suzanne Swift? You're crazy. Fuck, man. I just love the first sentence of this review from a reviewer, Dave Hart, five stars. Wow, I can't believe there's a market for this. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm in that market because I bought this. <laughs> <laughs> it's realization. 
Guys, there's 5,200 reviews for Liquid Ass. There, there's a lot of reviews. Dude, the Jigger had like 15,000. Uh, man. Was that Actually, one about, to... Were those about teen sons, too? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> no, but I do remember that Jigger review where the person would drop a Jigger in their teen's room to make him clean it. Yeah. <laughs> Two shots from this Jigger made my teen son clean the entire house. <laughs> oh, it smells like perfectly measured alcohol in here. Oh. <laughs> Okay, alright, so here goes the best review for this one. This comes from Dylan. One star. Warning. Not lubricant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the end. I have recently bought some of this liquid ass. <laughs> I bought it because I thought it was sexual lubricant. It says, it's, say. it, says it smells just like ass, so I thought it would give me a more real experience using it with my <laughs> sex toy. <laughs> Wait, if he needs it as lubricant, how much more real can it be? No, he's using it on a sex toy. He wants, oh. he wants his sex toy to smell like ass. <laughs> I immediately found out otherwise. <laughs> first, immediately. Off the, first off, the smell was awful. And then if that's not enough, my penis becomes very inflamed and starts to blister. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm freaking out at this point. So I hurry up and go to the hospital, and they ended up having to do surgery on my penis. Now, thanks to liquid ass, my penis is now a stub. I also have to rub it with cream, which burns like hell. Hopefully, no one has to experience this. Poor Dylan. Yeah, that checks out with every time I've had anal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> as real as it gets. Every time you do anal, you're going to end up in the emergency room, or it's not You're going to end up with a with it's, stub penis. It's not good anal. Yeah. It's okay, because um, you just bite off uh, five lizard heads, and it grows back. Mm-hmm. That's the saying. Yep. <laughs> as 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 uh, Grampy Jeedman used to say, if ever you got the stump penis, just bite off five lizard heads and it grows back. My favorite part about all these reviews is how many people are surprised or <laughs> surprised that it stinks. Surprised that it stinks or just disappointed that it doesn't. Like that oh shit! Oh god, this stinks. Three stars. <laughs> I don't I don't know which one's funnier. <laughs> like, is it the... I'm more amazed that anybody would would be. Like uh, expecting any sort of quality control from a product called Liquid Ass. Well, there's liquid counterfeits ass. Have you out seen there. The label? Well, the 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 original Liquid <laughs> Ass is proudly liquid made. Ass. <laughs> the original Liquid fluid Ass is proudly ass. made in the USA. If you, uh, oh my yes. god! If you read the write up, I won't buy Proud- my Liquid Ass anywhere else. <laughs> proudly taken from the nosebleed section of every NASCAR event. Make it's Liquid Ass, ass again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. If anyone ever liquid ass pranks me, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I'm a I'm a solid ass. Mitch, be careful opening any package coming from me for the next month. Uh, I just ordered myself an Ultraman shirt. I'm not gonna open it. That's going straight in the garbage. Uh, Ultraman. (laughs) Oh shit! Ultraman. I love you. Thank you. I know it's not Valentine's Day. I love me too. He's a he's a super Sentai lover. Yeah. My next item, because I wanted to keep, I wanted to do a Valentine's theme item, is Hallmark signature Valentine's Day card for significant other. In parentheses, laser cut wood, you and me. Fuck yeah. And that's that's W O O D, the good wood. Um, basically they they cut you and you and me with a heart, and they well you guys see the picture right, but describing it for our listeners, it's you and me and a heart. Cutting wood and then paste it to a. 
I'm not looking at the picture. I'm going to need you to describe it to me in more oh. vivid detail. Oh, so, you, so, so I was just thinking of a way to make it more ridiculous. <laughs> so there's, there's a wooden you ampersand with a heart just resting on a little okay, the little okay, the okay, little, okay, Jamie. The no, little joking. no, stop. I was a, joking. It's it's basically for the listeners who haven't uh, had their eyes glazed over. It's just a 3D wood cutout pasted to a, a, a like a standard Hallmark card. It's yeah. like a fabric-y card. It's nice. Anyway, the I'd, most purchased... I'd, yeah. No, let's describe the card for ten more minutes. Right, I'd, I'd fuck that card. Um, I would fuck this card with liquid ass lubricant. Just... And now we have an episode title. It's totally worth it. <laughs> so the, the most card... frequently bought together with this is a forty-eight count of Ferrero Rocher, which <laughs> you need that much. Oh, yeah, Holy dude. Shit. I like my lady as Ferrero Rocher. Fifty um, count would just be ridiculous, though. Am I right? Well, yeah. When you do five rows of ten, no, forty-six six is rows not nearly of, enough. Six rows of eight, of course. Um, math jokes. Um, the card measures five <laughs> inches by seven point two inches, just so you can yes. picture it in your mind. Um, it has an envelope. It's it's a unique card. <laughs> God damn it! Okay. We have to get off the card uh, okay. now. <laughs> All right. So, so I only have one review for this. It's from Danielle. She gives it five star because she fucking loves it, and she goes, "It's real wood." <laughs> yeah, it is, Danielle. Oh, Danielle loves the wood. Yeah, Danielle loves the real wood. Oh, wait. Uh, she goes on to say, was going to give it to my boyfriend for Valentine's Day. Forgot about it, but it's very beautiful. I give it to my new boyfriend, but he is sweeter than my last boyfriend, who is currently in jail going to prison. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> He's in jail going to prison under that arrest. That sentence took so many turns. There are so many boyfriends, so many prisons. I don't know. Is she in prison? How many Before prisons do you guys think it, there are? Before I comment on this, what? three people found this helpful. Yeah. So <laughs> one of one of them is me. One now, of them's the boyfriend that's in prison. <laughs> now it's four. Suck it up. Better buy another card. <laughs> oh shit! I closed it. Um, what, what? What? I don't. Okay. She makes it seem like she didn't want to give it to her new boyfriend, but then she did. No, she, she wanted, wanted to, to send it to prison. But she wanted to send it. it to prison. Wait, was going to give it to my boyfriend, mm-hmm. but it's very beautiful. It's, I'd give it to my new boyfriend, but he's but too sweet. But he is sweeter than my last boyfriend. He's sweet as molasses. We should, let's, let's not reward him. No. He no. doesn't get real wood cards. He gets fucking shitty cardboard cards. He's getting liquid ass tonight, son. He's <laughs> getting a 46 count for for 40, our Roche. I think it was 48. She's, no, she's going to oh, eat Oh, she two. eats two of them. Well, she sends one to her boyfriend in prison <laughs> and eats one. Uh, do either of you guys want to read the one from Shane Johnson or can I? Go ahead. Go for it. All right. It's just the title that I want to read. <laughs> Shane Johnson. Shane spelled C-H-A-Y-N-E, which is just the worst. Describe uh, his picture. That's about right. He's got long hair. He's got that creepy like goatee mustache combo. Oh shit! Square, square glasses. A real Nancy, if you ask me. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, no shirt on and chest hair, just like a god. Wait, is it yeah. really? God, I want to yeah, see. Click this. on his profile picture. Wait, I gotta find it. Go ahead. You, you keep talking. Um, <laughs> look at this guy. Oh him. shit. Um, do you think Shane? Do you think Shane is good friends with Chad? I'm pretty no. sure he's Chad's twin brother. I'm, I'm sure uh, he is Chad. <laughs> Anyway, this is Chad's burner account. Shane, Shane says one star, and I just want to read the title, which is Came Broken, Ruined Relationship. 